Hello, my name is Joseph Carlson. This is episode 38 of The Grief of Politics. I am joined once again by Avin Carroll. Avin, how are you doing? I am doing good. Good to see you, sir. Yeah, so we always try to come up with subjects and like, what are we going to talk about this month? And what are we going to talk about this month? But it's an election year. And so you and I have had many off-board conversations last night. We should have just recorded that and posted that as an audio episode because we talked for about an hour. You didn't leave the office. Your wife texts you, where are you? Um, I really think, you know, there's so much going on. I don't know if we could just do a general topic this week. And so I gave you articles from AP News that go over Joe Biden. And I gave you uh, a thing from NBC News, like a, a roundup of each candidate, you know, like here's the info we have on Trump with a bunch of news articles. Here's the info we have on Biden, with a bunch of news articles. And, you know, let's just start out with something that we said many episodes ago when we talked about the presidential election about how this just is not exciting anymore. The two candidates are boring uh, and we're either tired of one of them, one of them is tired, the other one, like it's just not, like you always said, this isn't ideal. And just as we, as time marches on and I'm reading more and more stories about these candidates, I'm just, you know, there's like a malaise, like a, you know, an apathy that sets in. And it's getting to the point where I'm just like, ugh, Oh, you're muted. You muted yourself. Yeah, I don't know what just happened. I did mute myself. What, hey, why did you go. do that? No, okay. Ah, technology, everybody. everybody. I'm back. You're back. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, no one really wants this election except MAGA Republicans. All the other Republicans, uh, all the independents, mm -hmm. and the vast majority of Democrats mm -hmm. do not want these candidates as the candidates we're voting for. Yeah. Is there a chance that Biden may get taken off the ballot? It's possible. Is there a chance Trump doesn't end up the nominee? Not likely. Right. Uh, it is possible. Yeah. He, he might get convicted in one of these things and it might be really, really bad. And the evidence that actually comes out might actually be damning because Republicans might actually finally hear what's happened. Um, you and I privately talked about an article I read a little bit ago that talked about... Um, Republicans' awareness of the charges against Trump, and something like seventy-three percent or sixty-seven percent—it's—it's um, an incredibly high percentage of Republicans are not aware of the majority of the actual charges against Trump. They're only aware that yeah. he's in court, yeah, and they're only hearing his narrative, which mm -hmm. is this is a witch hunt. They're out mm -hmm. to get me, yeah, because none of them want to actually dig into the facts because they've been told it's a lie. Yeah, I think. The few people, uh, conservatives that I've talked to about it, when you actually bring up what the charges are, they're the one, the few that I've talked to are amenable to at least talking about it because like you said, they're not aware. And if you're like, no, there's a national security problem. They're like, what? You know, like they, uh, like he literally sat down with, there's an audio recording of him sitting down with the reporter saying, I'm not even supposed to show this to you. Yeah, yeah, Top yeah. secret government documents. Well, again, we talked privately last night, you know, and those photos were released of when the FBI went in to get the documents and they took photos of boxes in the bathroom. You know, a picture mm -hmm. speaks a thousand words. You know, you see boxes upon boxes. I think there was at least 10 boxes in that bathroom uh, of documents. Yep. It's like, what are these doing here? You know, it's like the right. FBI didn't move those there. And, you know, there's just so much evidence. Um, another thing that he's going with is the immunity thing, the lower court yep. and a three to zero that I understand unanimous opinion on Trump said that he is not a circuit court of appeals. Right. It, it was three to zero though. Right. It wasn't, there wasn't a dissenting voice right. and I haven't, no. I haven't read the thing. I think it was 50 some odd pages, but all the scuttlebutt I've heard about it in reporting, I've heard about it said it took them so long because they tried to make it as clear as possible. Like you do not need a legal degree to read this and go, wow. Right. Um, he they is not it to be as clear as possible. They wanted it to, they wanted it to be as airtight as possible. Uh -huh. And I really honestly think it is their hope because they gave it such a short window for Trump to actually appeal it. Right. I really think it is their hope that the Supreme Court will just let it lie. Well, that was one uh, of the, the articles actually. We'll see if it happens. It's not likely. Yeah, I sent you an article by, uh, it was by NBC News. It was in this thing on Trump that... Um, or let's see, Trump opts against Supreme Court appeal on civil immunity. Uh, civil immunity. This isn't uh, criminal immunity. Yeah, yeah. Civil immunity. Uh, he said it can move forward in district courts. 
Um, although he can still mount an immunity defense, but this was written. This is from NBC again. It was written um, when did it come out. It was by Lawrence Hurley. It came out on February 16th. So not yesterday. So that's not that long ago. Um, I think the whole thing with Trump and we've talked about this offline, but even conservatives, the more if he gets convicted, his approval rating drops. Independents will vote. Well, against his support drops. I don't want to say his approval rating drops. His approval rating is already in the, in the garbage can. Uh, the, the irony of it all is his approval rating is actually higher than Biden's. Oh, yeah. Biden's which, like lower than Carter. They said Carter when Carter was the lowest. He was like at 37 and that was the lowest. And Biden's at 33 or 30, whatever. Whatever poll you read, he's in the low 30s, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, again, it's... I think it's, um, uh, you know, Trump having the four indictments, the 91 charges, all that kind of stuff. That is, you know, and, and, and I will say like this idea of I've seen many conservatives kind of brush off when I've seen progressives argue, um, well, he's a threat to democracy, you know, and conservatives kind of brush that off. You know, I've seen many uh, many people on the right on Fox news and whatever kind of, and it's like, but like we all saw January 6th, right? Like, you know, except for the conservative narrative on what happened on January 6th and um, that it was Antifa. Many of the Fox news hosts and most of what people on the right are consuming is that, uh, it was not an insurrection. It It was was a protest. Some people went a little too far, but you and, know, they were just trying to protect the integrity of the and those were, election. Yeah, and those were FBI plants, right? Or Antifa or something. There's also the FBI plants, yeah. the Antifa plants, right? Like that's none of the main, well, maybe not mainstream, but most of the conservative narrative that I've seen blows off the insurrection idea of January 6th. Yeah. Which is funny because even Trump has said, uh, insurrection referring to january 6th in his own speeches oh yeah 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 um you know like it's and the the um you know many intelligent people have been saying you know what we saw on january 6th was like a trial run you know like um whatever when you say intelligent you mean like people in the intelligence communities or well i mean like lawyers and things that are like looking at all this saying well even on the right they're saying like it seems like he's really testing what he can do even within his inner circle and that goes to like the fake electors and so Mm there is a fear that he will be more savvy the second time and he will install people like those most of the election deniers lost in the lower down ballot votes for like the um i can't think all of a sudden the name uh escaped me like the not the treasurer but like the um uh whoever in on the down ballot that like the auditors basically that oversee the elections most of those people that were running that were aligned with trump like what we consider like mega they lost many of them lost but the idea is is he still going to try a legal thing is i mean The thing is, where there's smoke, there's fire, right? He's already tried these things once. You know, like you said, there's a recording. We're going to do this. You know, there was a noose. People were going to hang Pence. Pence was like, I can't do that. He even had a meeting, you know. Trump's own lawyers have flipped on him. You know, they've kept incredible notes because they're like, I don't. There's a conservative narrative that Pence could have done it. And there's he has every right to do it. Because when uh, Nixon was vice president, he didn't certify the votes for Hawaii, yeah. except for if you look at that, it's because Hawaii counted the wrong votes and asked them to not certify yeah, those votes. Like, hang on. The yeah, like, hang on a second. We have to double check before you say yes or, yeah. Right. It we was, sent you the wrong numbers. Yeah, yeah. It's it's our Don't fault. certify those. Yeah, it's our fault. Let us double check this and make sure that everything's working out. Right, right. Yeah, and, and it, it's, you know, it's one of those things where you're just like, I, I don't want to... You know, I don't, I don't want to say that, like, you know, the Republic will fall and all that, but I, I don't want to go. Th- I, I just don't want another four years of that, of that build up. And, you know, it is tiring. And I understand why people voted for Biden in 2016. I mean, that's part of the reason I voted for him is like you just I mean, 2020. yeah, sorry, 2020. Uh, the, the, well, I don't even 26. Anyway, I don't think I've ever dropped in 2016. But um. It's just this idea of like just reading about his legal problems, like every almost every week, it seemed like. It, it was just so tiring and and uh 
you know, now we're getting into that with Biden with uh, the Middle East. You know, we talked about it last night. The idea that you know, there's a lot of people that have a lot of misgivings about the kind of like passive way that Biden is just allowing things to happen in the Middle East. And like I said, you can't just give someone a stern letter and say, we're very disappointed with the way Israel is doing things. It's like you need to take more firm hand. And there's obviously like we talked about it offline, but in Dearborn, Michigan, there's a big Muslim population. You know, Biden won on the margins. And now they're the mayor there flat out said, I, you know, I think they met with him later. But initially, like a month ago or a few weeks ago, he said, I'm not meeting with his people. You know, like, what are they going to say to me or say to my constituents? They're not going to be able to say anything to make, you know, the family members that these people have lost in our communities come back. And so you're going to you're going to come to me and say, well, you know, Donald Trump's this existential threat. Biden's, the you know, the lesser of two people. It's like, is he? Because these people, family members, you know, are directly impacted by your actions and these people are dead. So you talk about an right. existential threat, but this is a real threat that you are posing to my constituents. So, you know. It's and and, uh, and you mentioned last night though. There's the counter argument in that uh, podcast you did with Sam Cedar that you listened to. Yeah, majority that, of where that. he brought up uh, where he brought up to a Muslim American who's yeah he was Palestinian. Uh, Palestinian. He, he lived in the West Bank. I could probably link it yep. in the show notes. It was a good 20 minute call where him and Sam Cedar and Emma Viglin like talked to him, and uh, he said, you know, there. Go ahead, uh, go ahead. What were you going to say? Yeah, and like you said, he. Uh, Sam Cedar brought up with him, like, yeah, but Trump directly did things that harmed Muslim Americans, too. So, yeah. like, which one is worse? Yeah, the well, yeah, and, and he said several times, he said, I can't tell you, you know, this is your own, like, moral, like, I can't tell you how to vote, but let me just give you right. some plus and minuses on both sides. You know, Trump right. has kind of kowtowed to Netanyahu, moved the embassy. That upset a lot of people. You know, um, it just seems like uh, imagine Trump speaking very boldly, saying, I can fix this, I can fix this. And then nothing really happens. And then Biden is really not saying anything, but doing certain things that show like where his allegiance is and things like that. And so it's, you know, and I, I did like it. And the guy just said, you know, it's it's really hard. And and it, and, and it is that thing of like, um, you know, the um, protest vote, uh, the idea that it, you're throwing your vote away. I still am really on the fence about that because I feel like, you know, we kind of box ourselves into a corner where it's like, well, again, we got to do the lesser of two evils. And I think that's... Uh, right. And it's been that way for years. probably 30 years. Yeah. And it's, it's a terrible... War. Yeah. It's a terrible situation um, when you can't. You know. The last time we had an election where people really probably got excited and really stood behind their candidate was 2016 with Trump because yep. he did mobilize a yep. lot of independents and a lot of conservatives. Yep. He was an unknown. People were like, well, we'll see what happens. We saw what happened. Yeah. Um, and the people that supported him, you know, he yep. lost a lot of supporters, a lot of independents that took a chance have totally turned their back on yeah, Trump. There's, nothing to do with there's them. so many of a those lot of people. Yeah doubled down and really dug in their heels on Trump. And then you have um, Obama and Obama did the same thing, right? Like he really excited and brought a lot of, a lot of voters in the first yeah. term. Wasn't his thing. Yes, we can. Um, that was his whole campaign slogan. Yes, we can. There was something to do with hope in there too. I think there was another one. I think reelection was something about hope together. We can hope or something anyway. Um, I don't know. Oh, there was the hope poster. It was just, Hope. Yeah, there was that too. Yeah, but... which right, like there's a lot of um, a lot of cool things that came out of that. There's also a lot of bad things that came out of that. The biggest, of course, right, is we finally proved, like, yeah, we can elect a black president in the United States of America. Yeah, we can actually do that, right? Like things are better. The narrative wants to be that America is as racist as it's ever been, and you know, blacks are being murdered in the streets by whites, and no one's doing anything, right? But, admitting that's not what you're actually hearing in the news, but it has that feel. Well, like it, depend, that it depends on what channel you're listening to. Uh, there is certain networks out there that, that, that that is the narrative of, look at the, uh, you know, Trump even came down off the courtroom, one of his things that says, why are they going after me? There's murders happening right over there, you know, right out in the street. He said, and it's like, you mean like right now? Like somebody should get on that. You know, somebody should like turn around and go arrest those people. Like that's, it's it, to me. But, yeah, go ahead. The, the 
the point being though, right? Like things are better. We are moving forward. Mm -hmm. Overall, our systems work. I think it was you who brought up, you had listened to a podcast or, or read an article that talked about this, this basic viewpoint that day in, day out, the government keeps running. Oh yeah. Well, that the majority was, of government. Hmm? That was John Stewart when he came back to the daily show of like, that was oh, like, the, yeah, okay. that was like the end of his monologue, basically saying, uh, you know, to work in government and have real change is kind of a lunch pail job day in, day out. You have to punch in, and you and all you really hope for is progress. And so right. and that yeah. that is the reality of it, right? Like our systems are in place. Donald Trump isn't an existential threat to our country like people think. The more he tries to grasp for power, the more he's going to get fought back against. Yeah. He will if he wins the election, he will probably go in with a lame duck congress. He will probably have uh, he won't have control of the Senate almost guaranteed. Yeah. They're too close and yeah. they're moving against him. Mm -hmm. uh, not the Senate itself, but the electorate right. in the Senate, and he'll probably lose the House. Right. Most likely, if not in 2024 and 2026, he'll lose the House. It'll right. Yeah. So all he can do is executive orders, and if his executive orders go off the wall, he's going to get blocked by Congress again. Yeah. You can only do so much in that. That's so. Yeah, that's one thing I he's like. He's not going to tear our democracy apart, like people say. Yeah, he said he's going to be a dictator on the first day. Well, you know, he very well might be. But you know what? Congress will check him. He can only do so much with executive orders. Yeah, and, um, you know, I mean, yeah, that's true. And I mean, obviously, speaking of Biden, it's just one of those things where it's, you know, for a while. And that's, and that's the other end of it. To all my conservative friends, the same thing stands true for Biden. Yeah, right? I mean, Biden has been slipping up more. I think one thing that is being pointed out a, a little bit uh, or needs to be pointed out more is like Trump is also slipping. You know, he's confusing people. He confused Nikki Haley for Nancy Pelosi. He said, I mean, it was hyperbolic, but he basically said, if I lose the election, Pennsylvania will no longer exist. Something like that at a rally. Um, he also said that Biden will get us into World War II, which I know Biden is old, but that is just a weird faux pas for even for Trump to say that, you know, it's like all this stuff of like, well, you're not doing well either. And, you know, Biden's had press conferences where he confused the leader of Mexico and Egypt, I believe. Uh, he had that massive pause he couldn't think of. Um, and now I can't think of him. Um, Hamas, he couldn't think of that word. Somebody had to tell him that. Um, and, you know, there was that recent uh, documents case, his documents case, because he had documents, Biden had documents. And basically the uh, the attorney was like, you know, he, special yeah, the special, yeah, it was like, well, he's a doddering old man and we'll go easy on him. And, uh, you know, but he seems to have, no, 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 that wasn't his argument. His argument was that he was a, a likable, forgetful old man that a jury would likely be uh, kind right. to. And so it wasn't worth pursuing prosecution, which by the way, also he was very cooperative. Yeah. Which would also and what he did didn't rise to the level of illegality. They just said, you know, Hey, was what he did wrong? Yes. Was it illegal? No. You know, um, and, um, you know, oh, but double standards, double standards. And that's a super, that is a super easy one to put the double standards narrative on. That actually really helps Trump's argument that these are politically motivated charges that have no merit. And I hate to say this, but like media and largely because conservatives aren't following any mainstream media that would report it and our government as a whole uh is doing a really terrible job of actually painting the picture of what trump really did like no one's actually painting at the fact that like he intentionally went out of his way to hide these documents he yeah. knew he had them this wasn't yeah. Yeah. negligence or carelessness he went out of his way to hide those documents. Yeah, he had a move. Yeah. Keep them from the government. Yeah. He hired or didn't hire. He uh, told, directed his uh, IT person to right. delete the video footage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like he 100% knew what he had because we have the recording of him telling someone, yeah. I could have declassified these with as president, but now I can't. So I shouldn't even be showing this to you. Well, like, so that whole argument falls flat on its face. Yeah. In my opinion, the documents case is the case that's going to kill Trump if Cannon can just let it move forward. Yeah. Now, just a couple of days ago, she did put a block on a motion that the Trump uh, 
legal team in that case tried to stall by yeah. asking for a delay on pretrial motions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she basically said, no, we're moving forward with our, yeah. our currently set what court I, date, yeah, what I which think, is in May. Yeah, what I think is really crazy about all that is you have hardened like conservative lawyers saying, I don't even know what she's doing. Why is she reading this legal? Like, this isn't, you know, they're giving them every chance basically to, to like you said, the only yeah. thing they haven't been able to do is delay. Um, you know, get, getting, beginning back to, to Biden. Well, and they have been able to delay. She just held back on this. This, moment. this one, she was like, now that's too far. Um, one thing I will say, you know, uh, with Biden, he will be the oldest, um, you know, serving if Trump wins, yeah, yeah. It, uh, if if Trump wins, he'll be the oldest incoming president in history, and if Biden wins, he'll be the oldest incoming president in history. Yeah. Biden is older than Trump, yeah. But like they could have somebody made the joke they could have went to Kowser. they could have went to high school together, basically. But John Stewart did make that joke that like they were the oldest serving presidents last time, and this time they will also be they'll break their own record. Basically, was the thing of like. You know, um, and it's, I mean, it's so frustrating. And I mean, the thing with Biden is it's like, I I mean, I don't, I don't want to say anything bad, but like, just retire, man. Like, just, it's okay. Like you did the thing. I, you, I don't know what it is with the Democratic Party. I mean, actually Republicans have done it too, right? Like Strom Thurmond, but like Diane Feinstein, yeah, like 90 uh, something. Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, like, Oh my God! It's like the geriatric ward. Yeah. Well, uh, breaking point. Well, they shouldn't say that, right? Because they're actually, you know, Schumer and Pelosi are actually pretty dang sharp. I, I, I shouldn't be that cruel. And you know, yeah. McConnell's I, had his moments, though. We've all seen the video of him. Oh, McConnell. Yeah. Right? There's another one, right? Like a Republican side of it. Yeah, it's like holy cow. Yeah. Like, uh, and and what do we have? Nikki Haley being like, yeah, we should put age limits, at least cognition tests over seventy five. Oh. Haley, that's it's crazy. Oh, yes. I don't, I don't, I, I don't. What time? Just as an aside, what time? If you lost, if you placed, even in Nevada, if you placed below none of the above, you see those results. What time do you wake up in the morning, and when do you start drinking? That's what I want to know. So when you do, you not roll out of bed to like one and just say, you know, today's a wash, guys. Let's just all go home and try to regroup on a Wednesday or like, I can't, man, Nikki I mean, Haley. Uh, I said this to you before, right? Uh, from a strategic standpoint, I, I wouldn't drop out if I were her, as long as I'm still scoring like above twenties in any of the States I'm running in, I'm going to stay in until the convention. As yeah. long as I'm still take, taking a large percentage of votes, right. I'm going to stick in until the convention. And the reason I'm going to do that is because there is a very real possibility that Trump becomes ineligible. Right, right. Yeah. Um, he will get convicted of a felony. And even though Republicans may love him, they're going to be like, there's no way he's going to win as a, fel as a convicted felon. Yeah, because we, we can't put this man forward because no independent's going to vote for him anymore. And we're going to lose 10, 20% of our own voters. Yeah. And they, they have to pull him. And there's been many polls and you and I have talked about it before, you know, his base isn't growing. So even though the base will show up for him, right. you need to get more people in to that, right. you know, base. And so, so, I mean, have you thought about uh, voting wise, like what you're going to do? Because I, I honestly don't uh, know. Uh, what I'm going to do. I mean, things could obviously change, but right now I'm like, well, uh, I guess we'll see because I, you know, one's, one's out just uh, because of the whole uh, January 6th thing. And the other one might be out because of the Middle East, you know, <laughs> like it's, uh, I'm just waiting to see how that shakes out really. How, if he's able to somehow get some peace talks or something going, you know? So I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to, Go for. I mean, have you yeah, thought about I, it? I don't. I, there's no way I'm voting for Biden, and there's no way I'm voting for Trump. Yeah. And I have no idea who the Libertarian candidate is because that's where I voted the last three elections. Yeah, they're uh, they're kind of in a little bit of a. You usually hear something about them this time. Even you know, I've heard of some Democratic candidates. Obviously, there was the Republican debate, so you saw all the Republican candidates come up. Chris Christie's out. Uh, Vivek's out. DeSantis is out. Um, on the Democratic side, there was kind of people in the background, but 
you know, even Dean Phillips brought it up, you know, he's running. He brought up the fact that, you know, the DNC does kind of railroad people into like, no, this is what we're doing. We're not going to have a debate. You're not even going to get on the stage. People aren't going to hear from you. It's Biden all the way, you know, and that puts like there was um, Marianne Williamson, uh, Cornell West, uh, Dean Phillips. I know those were the three. And then, you know, there's the no labels party with Andrew Yang and um, some uh, Chris Christie said he was looking at them. He may vote that way if it keeps going. So it's yeah, man. Um, so it looks like. There's currently four candidates in their primary process. Oh, the Democratic? It looks like, and the Libertarians. Oh, okay, okay. Because the leader is a gentleman named Chase Russell Oliver. Is he going to be on the ballot, actually? Because that was a, uh, that's the problem. They have their own primary process they're going through to elect oh, their okay. Because so, I was going to say, like, So there's uh, Chase Oliver, Michael Rechtenwald, uh, <laughs> like Mike Termott. And Joseph Smith. Wow. Or no, sorry, not Joseph Smith. I said that wrong. <laughs> sorry. Uh Joshua Smith. Oh, you're fine. I was like the Mormon guy's back. <laughs> the, 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 he's back. He's running for the libertarian. Um Yeah, man. I mean, is there anything uh you know, looking over these two things I sent you from the AP and uh the NBC, the one on Trump and Biden was AP, is there something that like caught your eye where you're like, Wow, I didn't remember that or I didn't I didn't know that? Um um, no, I've been following this all pretty closely. Uh, probably the biggest yeah. thing is the statistics with Israel, and I haven't gone through and looked at the military aid statistics yeah. with Israel. Yeah. Right? Um, Our conversation last night, like you said, we could have recorded that and made the podcast. We could have. We could have just... honestly could have. If I ever figure out how to do the audio, you know, the thing where the audio lines show up through the... I could just put the thing in the pod and do that. I, I, I know it's not hard, but most podcasts do it if they have ads or something, and, you know, I, I need to figure out how to do that. Every time I do you know, go to YouTube university, it puts me down a rabbit hole of like, not that. And so, um, what do you want to do? You know, when you see like the audio levels go up and down when people are talking and you just see the line of the audio levels and then you'll have like the background of the pod, you know, maybe I could just have a picture of both of you and I on either side. And then the audio levels, if we ever decide to record like an audio only episode or something, you know, that like we could do that. So, um, yeah, and I also have to figure out uh, subtitles on YouTube because that's just another way people, you know, uh, I've watched subtitles before if I'm doing something else and whatever. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know. The, yeah. I mean, for me, I, the thing with, um, yeah, I mean, for me, the Fannie Willis thing with Trump, we talked about it offline, you know, she's doing the election interference in Georgia it is bad. It is bad what she did. I don't think it's to the level of some impropriety with the case. I don't think she was mishandling the case. Um, if what she's saying in her defense, then correct. There is no impropriety in the case. If, if she is lying, of which she has a very deep level of motivation to be lying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so if she is, then that is improper. Uh, it doesn't diminish her case, but it does justify removing her because it's extremely poor justific uh, poor judgment on right. her behalf. And then it and, and then again with the the delay, the delay, delay. It doesn't matter who's mm -hmm. going to take up the case after that. It just matters that it's being delayed. So it's mm -hmm. you know what I mean. It, it's it's to Trump. It is of no contest who is running the who is the Fulton County DA. It just matters. Right. Hey, I don't got to worry about it until maybe I'm after I'm president. And then, you know, if I win the election, I'm great. If he loses the election, he's going to jail. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, he, he will probably be pardoned by whomever gets elected because that's what they do. Mm -hmm. um, but he will go to jail if he loses the election. I think you and I have talked. Uh, I think you and I have talked about that, too. The idea that I want someone not to pardon him. I want. And everybody's like, well, you know, it's bedlam then. You could just go after somebody for anything. It's like, no, they broke the law. Then you could go after them. You know what I mean? There's got to right. there's got to be a line. It's like I, I hate that argument. We keep hearing it from both sides of the aisle and stuff. Right now it's heavily coming from conservatives. But it's like, that's BS. Like, if Trump gets convicted of what he did, he deserves to go to jail. Yeah. If yeah. Biden did something at the same scale, he would deserve to go to yeah. jail. I mean, the, the Biden, uh, the, the Hunter Biden laptop thing, I mean, that's kind of imploding. I don't know if you heard about that, but the, their star mm -hmm. witness that was like an informant 
he lied to the FBI. They they found out he purposely lied. And so the person that was like using him in the case is now suing him for um um uh per perjury, I think. Um perjury. yeah, because he, he perjured yeah, himself. And uh yeah. it's just like, oh, so this whole thing I've seen on Fox News with these conservatives going, I mean, uh what's his name? Chris Hayes, he's on, I think, NBC. He has a nightly show called All In, and I just watched a clip, and they did a supercut of all the Fox News people going, hey, this informant is rock solid. He's never wrong, whatever. And now the lawyer that was using him to bring charges against Hunter Biden is like, hey, you can't perjure yourself, and now I'm going to sue you. you know, I'm going to bring uh, perjury charges against you. It's like, well, that means that that's um, not good. You know, like, so, um, yeah. Yep. No, it's... Look, they're all corrupt. And what everything going on with Hunter Biden, right? I said this with Trump. I'll say it with Biden. Where there's smoke, there's usually fire. Not always. Sometimes it's just suspicious well, behavior. Yeah. But in this case, there's an overwhelming amount of smoke, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this is this is a this is a campfire loaded up with green wood at the beginning of the fire, right? Like everyone's just choking on it. Well, they have a they have a they have a blanket that they're like stoking the you know it's like a grease fire that right. they're trying to put out, and you're like it's just getting bigger, guys. It's just getting it's just getting bigger. But you know, the same thing was true with Trump, and the same thing's true with Biden, and they're both. Corrupt. Yeah. Now Biden will probably not get any of the attention that Trump got, primarily because he probably did a good enough job of hiding it, and there isn't enough people out to bury him like there is Trump. Yeah. Well, a lot of conservatives don't like Biden, but they just don't like Biden because he's currently president. Mm -hmm. Everyone on the left hates Trump, and they want to punish him. Yeah, and I mean, well, we've also talked about too. I mean, when you put yourself in the limelight like that, you're basically just putting a target on your back for people to look through all your business dealings, all your whatever. And you know, he got that fine in New York that he was found that one time in grade school. You picked your nose and you ate it on the school bus. I didn't know you saw that. Um, anyway, uh, you know, Trump had that. What is it? A three hundred fifty-five million dollar fine in New York because it, the fraud case $55 million in the fraud case. What I think is crazy too. 280 million or 380 million plus in the second defamation trial with Eugene Carroll. Oh, total. Oh, you mean? Yeah. Okay. So he's appealing the Eugene Carroll case. Um, again, he has to, again, right? 387 million. I think it might've been 383 million was the judgment on him on that one I'm for gonna, the second defamation case. I'm going to look it up Because right he can't keep his mouth shut. This is the man you want for president? Like, he can't even rationally keep his mouth shut when he loses a, a case so he doesn't have to pay out money? Like, um, he has no self-control. Yeah. The whole reason, the whole reason that he is polling the way he is is because he pisses off liberals and conservatives are so sick of being talked down to and treated like children. That they they need viscerally need to punish uh, the I, left. I think you added a digit in there. It was uh, this came out on the end of January. Trump was ordered to pay an additional eighty three million to Eugene Carroll. I think you oh, said three. Okay, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I did add it because it first so eighty three million. Yeah, because at first it was plus yeah. At first it was fifty five. Yep. At first it was um like ten, I think, or twelve. Oh yeah, five or ten. And then I thought it was nutso. Wasn't it like the next day that is when he had the CNN town hall and he's like, let me tell you about Eugene Carroll. And I was like, Oh my God. I mean, if I was yeah. Eugene Carroll, I yeah. mean, I, I'm sure she had her cell phone with like, you know, the screens on and she just has her, like all she's got to do is hit her lawyer's number to call her lawyer again. And she's probably just watching the town hall. I'd like to see how many minutes in is when he gave the, you know, the, they asked about uh, like, she was out with friends popping corks because she won and her lawyer called her her lawyer's like guess what <laughs> hey hey i know 10 million is a lot of money what if i told you you could get more money <laughs> and she yeah it's it's crazy i don't know why that keeps happening it's a discord thing i've tried turning it off and it just keeps oh, happening Oh no no it's it's an apple thing oh is it because you're using your mac and they added that in in the video i wonder if i can do it 
Oh, if you just go thumbs up, does it do? It only did yeah. it, it did it once. I don't know if it's going to do it again. Um, I, I I don't know. All right, sorry guys, we're just we're just playing around with it's, uh, you with, just, with Apple. You just helped me solve a mystery because it keeps happening. I'm like, is it Discord? I don't know what that is. It looks like it's my phone. I can't find it. I don't know, man. It, yeah. Like many people have said, this is again the most the, the least exciting uh, thing you know that's I happening. Mean, it's getting so much coverage. You and I have talked about this a ton on this podcast. We talk about it a ton in our personal calls. Like, it actually is really engaging, right? Like, uh, the intrigue, the anger, the frustration, right? Like, we're we're talking about this all the time. Yeah. I was thinking the other day, the best thing that it's... could possibly happen to make Trump go away is the liberal media could just stop talking about it. If the liberal media just shut up about Trump, and they didn't listen to any of his tweets, and they didn't cover any of his truth social stuff, they just stopped talking about Trump, no one else would have any idea what was going on. I've heard arguments on why they keep doing it. I do not know what those are. I understand what you're saying, but there was an argument on this side. Because if he actually is a legitimate threat, people should honestly be aware of it. But the problem of it is, is it amplifies his voice and his message. Yeah. Yeah, right? no, it like, does, yeah. We don't, we, we all got pissed off at, well, not we all, but the majority of people got a pissed off at Tucker Carlson. There's been all kinds of like anger in Europe, in Ukraine about Tucker Carlson going out and talking to Putin. I thought it was like, just giving him a voice. I just thought it was ineffective. I, I don't know if he needs to be sanctioned or anything. I think it was just like Putin going, let me tell you about Russian history. And it's like, wh why? And then like you said last night, yeah. like basically just owning Tucker Carlson to be like, oh, is this a real journalistic interview or are we is this entertainment basically or something i got more on that by the way i was i was listening to uh a video this morning with peter zion and he was talking about it yeah and i i hadn't known this but tucker carlson in defense of himself for uh his coverage on fox news during the january 6th stuff and the election run-up stuff yeah um he owned himself his defense was I'm not a journalist. I'm a propagandist. In his own words. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that doesn't, that's not out of the pale. I mean, he's done interviews before. He's like, have I lied before? Of course. I mean, if that helps what's happening or what I'm trying to sell, of course I'm going to lie a little bit, you know? And you're like, okay, well, you just kind of gave the game up, you know? Um, <laughs> right. But people that listen to him continue to because they want to, right? This is, this is why. Goebbels was so effective in Germany, except he didn't say the quiet part out loud. No. Well, there in Germany during World War II, I don't think there was any quiet was parts. It, they were just saying the thing. Was it Goebbels? I might be getting the name wrong. Well, anyway, it was. It was propagandist. Yeah. Well, that you know, like I said, in in Germany in World War II, there was no quiet part. They were just saying everything out loud. You know, they were like, they were giving speeches, going, "Yeah, these are the 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 Jewish people. That's the, you know, the Jews, that's a problem. And everybody was like, yay. You know, <laughs> like it was like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sure I would have liked to see that reaction of somebody showing up to the ra rally, not knowing anything. And then like this slow realization of like, wait, 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 what? No, you know, like, like, yay, Germany, you know, like you're showing up, like we're going to be a superpower again. And then Hitler keeps going and you're just like, no, 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 no. I got to go. I, you know, and you see, you do the overhead shot. You just see that one person trying to get out of the crowd. Like, I don't like, I don't know what's going on. I don't, I don't like anything that's happening right now. Please let me go home. I just want to go home. Yeah. I'm sure there were plenty of Germans that felt that way, but the majority of them were in the crowd cheering along because they got wrapped up into it right yeah crowds crowds are very potent drugs yeah it's it's not it's not the best man it's again i mean we've said it months ago but the thing is avin we're just not excited i'm not excited to go through this again i'm actually excited to see no. if something happens to trump though it just seems 91 is a big number to defend yourself against he like, will get convicted yeah. i've heard multiple interviews that have basically been like there is no way he dodges all of them yeah yeah um an interview I was listening to recently basically said that what's going on right now with the hush money payments case, even though that, that those are felony charges or some of them are felony charges, like yeah. basically even the guy there is like, look, I'm no fan of Trump. I don't want him as president, but like even from myself not being a Trump supporter, I'm looking at that going, man, these are, these are some pretty flimsy charges, right? Like this is really politically motivated. Yeah. It's kind of obvious, right? Yeah, it seems like um, you'd have to explain a lot, lot of, to a jury. 
it's a lot explained right. instead of just going, Hey, he committed fraud. Everybody's like, I kind of know what fraud is. How bad is the fraud? This is like, okay, so this is a novel reading of this one thing. Let me lay this out. And it's like, that's a little much, man. Like, I don't know if you're going to yeah. be able to convince it. Alvin Bragg's entire case on making these felony charges all stems on like connecting all of the fake payments back to something else that technically elevates it to a felony, but really isn't right. So in my opinion, I told you last night, I I really feel like Trump is going to lose the case, but none of them are going to be felonies, and they'll probably have some fines he has to pay. Yeah, yeah. And woo-woo, he'll come out of that bragging well, that he won, and everyone I mean, will be like, Brag last! Well, I mean, to be honest, like the, the amount that you just laid out, the 400... 355 and 83, that's 430 some odd million, right? 8 million. Yeah. 438 million. 438 million. And that money's coming from the PACs, but folks, if you're watching this and you are pro Trump and you are giving your money to Trump, you are not supporting his reelection campaign. Yeah, you're paying you for are his, not paying yeah. for ads. You are not paying for any of that. This is not going into fighting Biden. You're paying for his legal bills. There is an outside argument on the far, well, not the far right, because those people are Nazis, but the right where they say like he is, this is helping his reelection campaign because he needs to fight off these witch hunts to deliver us from, but that's like, Avid, let me give you a nerd lesson. So in, in games, there's an active, okay. there in some games in a reload, there's an active reload where you see a bar and then you see like okay. a thing going back and forth like this. And there's like a highlighted section in the middle. And if you hit it oh. in that highlighted section, you get an automatic clip reload, like Gears of War and stuff like that. That's basically, oh. that's basically, I think where Trump's arguments are hitting. People are just watching this bar go back and forth and they're like, there it is. There, that's the narrow... Uh, you know, thing that I'm reading this through, you know, is is um, I I just I can't I can't anymore. It's it's rough too. I mean, um, I don't know. You probably run into it a little bit more about like talking to people at church about it, but it's got to be kind of tiring to be like, oh, especially when Trump starts talking about the election being stolen again. It's like, guys, that was like that was. Well, we don't we don't talk politics at church very much. <laughs> you're uh, you're or, like, or, you know, usually you're like, there for church. You're like, thank God, so, it's it's not the after. Yeah. You know, when you guys are having snacks afterwards talking, it's like, yeah, you just want to make sure that you're not, um, um, yeah, you're like, I don't want to be, I don't, yeah, I don't want to go through this. <laughs> like, no, no, we're, we're not, it's not even that, right? We're just, you know, we're talking about the sermon. We're checking in with each other yeah. every week, right? We just, we don't bring up politics at church. I think the thing at I realized least, at my church, we don't. I think I told you this. It, it does the thing where I was talking to a guy at work and I told him I got a flu shot. And he started talking about how you don't need the flu shot. And, and I really got this sense of like, oh no. Um, and I was like, I don't know. I, I, it made me feel, or actually I didn't, I was saying I didn't get it. And he goes, yeah, you don't need to. And I was like, but I had the flu and I was contagious for a week. Like that's what the flu shot does. And he's like, well, you don't need any of that. You know, I don't want to be bothered. And I was like, I don't want to get into this. And there was another coworker of mine that said something about, I had to ride with him one morning and he ranted about, uh, liberals he's like those dumb liberals and i was like i'm a dumb liberal and he goes what you don't look like a liberal i'm like well what are what are we what are we supposed to look like i don't know what does that mean he goes really and, and then he you know it's always the crazy things you want you know the he did the trance he goes you he goes you want them to do this and force this i'm like force what are you talking about like no like and i he goes man i didn't know you were a liberal and i'm like yeah i don't like do we have a or do liberals have more hair? I don't know what I don't know what the I don't know what you were thinking of when you like we all kind of all types of people, man. I don't know. I didn't think you were gonna go on this rant on the way up to Seattle or whatever. Like I didn't should have turned around and be like, I didn't know you were a racist. Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't. And to be like, what? Yeah. That's just yeah. And then turn around and be like, this is my point. Yeah, it's like it's like I'm not blah, blah, whatever. I don't know it. You know, we've said many times it's tiring. Uh, I wish I could unplug a little bit, but I've had been reading this because I do care. Um, I don't right. know. Next episode, we'll probably have more updates with Trump's legal woes because right, right before this, I think it was Thursday, he, he got fined the $355 million. Um, oh, and, that was yesterday. Oh, yeah. And so this no, wasn't Thursday. Anyway, it was very close to the recording of this. And 
we'll probably find out about his immunity thing if it's going to the Supreme Court or they just say, hey, we're going to stay the lower court's ruling or whatever. Earlier in the week, Trump filed his appeal to the Supreme Court, basically asking them to stay the case uh, until he can appeal it. And then uh, the immunity case specifically, is he immune criminally, not civilly, criminally. And then Uh, then, uh, John Roberts, yeah, Chief Justice, um, John Roberts went back to uh, DOJ and was like, hey, Jack Smith, like, what's your justification for this? And Jack Smith basically came back like the next day. Here's my thing. Yeah. Let's move forward. And it took Trump like a week to write a motion or whatever they were writing. I don't know. I, and I About. Yeah. So I think maybe next month we'll probably just do a like Trump update because I think there'll be more to update. Uh, maybe we'll get the total number of fines he's got. Maybe there'll be, you know, some more. Um, I'm really looking forward to the immunity Supreme Court thing, you know, so. Um, well, that's the next big update, right? For for me personally, like I've said, I think the big case is the documents case. Yeah. yeah. Um, that is the one that is the most damning. Yeah. I think that's the yeah. one where when the information actually comes yeah. out and people that are on the right that start following the case because they really actually are curious and they yeah. start to actually hear the charges. One of two things is going to happen. Conservative media isn't going to cover it at all. Which could, yeah, could. Or um, conservative media will actually start to cover what's going on in there because you can't ignore your guy. Yeah. Like on trial for this. And one way or the other, that is going to erode at his base because people are going to realize that he lied. Now, it's not going to erode his entire base, but it is going to it's going to eat away at the edges of his numbers. Well, it's just like the thing going uh, on with Biden right now in the Middle East, the, 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 on the edges where yeah. he won, those are falling away because of the continued whatever's going on in the Middle East and Biden's either response yeah. or not response, you know, or his non-response. Right. And so that could happen with Trump if these legal things keep setting up. Like you said, the the edges could start falling away, you know? And this, this will be 2024, if it continues in the direction it's going, is going to be the stay-at-home hey. election. Um. I was thinking of Disco Stew and people are like, if these trends continue, hey, Disco Stew from The Simpsons when he had a chart and he talked about records or something. And yeah, and every time someone's like, if these trends continue, I'm like, hey. If we keep moving in the direction we're moving okay, in okay, this okay. election. Uh, sorry, now I'm lost in Simpsons. Uh, <laughs> I, I think this will be the stay home election. I think oh, yeah. a lot of conservatives and independents are particularly... I think a lot of independents are not moved by either candidate yep. and they'll probably sit yep. at home. Yep. Uh, I think a lot of conservatives are not moved by Donald Trump and will probably sit at home numerically, not percentage wise. And I think a lot of liberals are not supporting Biden and are disappointed in Biden and aren't going to come out and vote. Right. And so, you know, in the last election, we had record turnout in 2020. Um, I think this election we'll probably have one of our lowest voter turnouts because people are just not motivated to come yeah, out. Yeah, that's something you, you bring that reality up. reality is both of them needs their people to come out. And I just think people are going to be like, I, I can't support Biden. There's no way in hell I'm voting for Trump. Yeah, that's I'm it. just going to stay home. Yeah, that's interesting you bring that up. I would like to see those numbers. And somebody, you know, there's these uh, there's these real political nerds out there, these wonks, which I think is sounds like a slur. But anyway, uh, the 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 politic wonks, you know, the... the um, the people that read those charts, you know, that guy, I think it's CNN where he's got the touch screen and he's like all into the numbers and he taps it and zooms in. It's like, see this County right here. See that he'll like circle. And he's going to be the one to be like, here's a voter turnout with these people. And here's a voter turnout with these, you know, this group of people. And it will be interesting to see that breakdown next year. So before we wrap up, is there anything you want to plug Evan before we leave? Uh, I guess we're, what is this? The, the, is this like the election year of the shrug? I guess is the uh, is like the that's 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 what we're going into the year of the shrug for elections. So, yep. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, I think uh, I think the the year of the shrug that might be a good way to word it. But um, things I'd like to promote, right? Obviously, check out Joe's other podcast, Gaming with Grief. Uh, does game reviews related to processing dealing with grief and grief in the games. Um, I do. Joe can speak more. Um, specifically to that and then also i have my own youtube channel separately your agent guide where i talk about tips and tricks for um you know buying real estate things you should know about purchasing a home selling a home 
Are you... uh, I haven't had any videos in a while, but the content that's there is still largely relevant. Are you going to do any new videos or uh, are you? Uh, I will be. Uh, I just, I don't have anything currently in the pipeline, so I could, I can't say mm -hmm. when. Um, also, if you like to hear Avin and I, I occasionally have them on Game of Grief because unfortunately mm -hmm. uh, there's the 2023 and 2024 were horrible years in game development. A lot of people got laid off. Uh, there was even mm -hmm. more news about it. I don't know if you heard of the Embracer Group. They were like an investment firm that Saudi-backed money. They lost a $2 billion infusion of cash. That's why they've had to like lay people off and close studios. And in fact, they um, they even really, they just released a statement after they closed studios and laid people off. They're like, you know, our number one thing is shareholders. And, uh, yeah. and uh, there was a joke at the uh, DICE Awards, which is like the game developer, you know, four developers, two developers, you know, they give people best in best animation, you know, people that know what they're doing, give awards to other game developers. And there was a joke right. by the host, Greg Miller, that said the two words that everybody hates, um, you know, in the business, I think one of them was, uh, I know the second joke, the first joke was like, you know, hey, this isn't fun. Basically, the game we're playing, it isn't fun. And the second worst thing you hear in game development is, hey, Embracer Group's here. And that got a big laugh through the audience because they, you know, Embracer is now like the most hated. Because what happened was years ago, Embracer was buying up all these studios and people were like, what's their plan? Well, they're an investment firm, so they're investing. But then they started releasing yep. games and they started getting sixes and fives. And you don't build a game company by middle of the road games. And so then they started selling stuff off. They lost the investment of money. That is a horrible YouTube video. If you want to watch that, the head of Embracer looked like he had been up all night. His eyes were all bloodshot. And he said, we fell through a lot of money that we were expecting. And he had to sit there to the shareholders and explain that to him in a live video, which it's like that Simpsons to bring it back to the Simpsons. It's like, I can see the moment his heart broke, uh, 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 you know, like in the video, cause he's talking about, we didn't get the 2 million, but I have having on there occasionally. If you also like tabletop gaming, you can uh, check out on the 1st and 15th. I've started releasing episodes of the tabletop show we've been doing there. I think we're in episode four or five just released and videos up too. So if you want to see it, that's on uh, YouTube. And again, it comes out on the 1st and 15th. So I think Avin plugged everything that I was going to plug mostly. Um, I've plugged everything. I kind of plugged plug one, man. You plugged two. I plugged a lot of stuff. I took all the plugs. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess that's it. I guess next month. Yeah. We'll probably give everybody a Trump update. We will talk to everybody next month. <laughs>